0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Lots of things to get into today as we are settling things down with the hiring of Eric Musselman. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about that as well as get into some spring football, because that did happen over the weekend. Haven't had a chance really to talk about it, but yes, it did happen. And of course, we're going to get into some nonsense here on the podcast. But I want to start with just the overall status right now of the athletic department at the University of Arkansas. If you think about it, folks, it's, it's not the same U of A that it once was, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it's crazy to think that just in the past 18 months, the University of Arkansas Athletic Department has a brand new athletic director, a brand new head football coach, and a brand new head basketball coach. Arguably the three most important, most powerful figures in an athletic department, especially at one like Arkansas. And all three of them are all new within the past 18 months. Now, in a lot of cases, this can be a scary thing. At a lot of universities, it can be scary to have people like this dealing with that and not really knowing the future of your program, not knowing who really to trust, who's really going to pan out, who's not going to pan out, or whatever. But it's amazing that after this, Eric Musselman hire, He hasn't done anything on the court yet, so we got to wait and see how that plays out. But after this Eric Musselman hire, I can't remember a time where there has been more excitement, more intrigue, more curiosity dealing with the future of Razorback Athletics. Now, that does not mean excitement in the form of success. The potential success is there. Potential being the key word. But there is excitement there because of what the potential may bring. How good you feel about the potential. The program in football was going nowhere under Brett Bioma. It was spiraling out of control. The basketball program, although better than the football program, was not going anywhere. It was stuck in neutral. In the athletic department in general under Jeff Long, pretty much was stuck in neutral. Because if you think about it, folks, do you think Mike Anderson and Brett Bielema would have been fired in the times that they were if Jeff Long was still AD? Ask yourself that. Do you really believe that they would have been let go at the times that they were let go if Jeff Long was still athletic director? I don't think so. I feel like they probably would have stayed longer Brad Bielma would have stayed at least another year, and Mike Anderson probably would have stayed at least another year. And think about how you would feel about your respective programs then and the apathy that would be setting in. But none of those people are here anymore. It's a new Arkansas. It's a new beginning. And that's exciting. You feel confident in your football coach, maybe. That's probably the one you feel least confident right now. It's because you've actually seen the results after one year, and the results after one year were absolutely, totally abysmal beyond belief. I mean, it was just awful. Now, you're hoping it can get better. You have hope in Chad Morris because of his recruiting classes. You have hope in Chad Morris because you had such a disdain for Brett Bielema and the regime that he left behind that you felt like they were behind the eight ball as it was. You feel that there is promise there. Even though you're still waiting to see, and I don't blame anybody for being critical of Chad Morris or having issues with him right now and not feeling 100% confident of his ability. I understand that, and I don't blame anybody for having that opinion. But there is hope. And with basketball and Eric Musselman being hired, there's also a lot of hope. You have a program now. That has a that's got a pretty solid foundation that Mike Anderson left behind. It's at least one that's not in the dumpster. It's not. I would say it's just basing it over the past four years. It's a program that's definitely in the top half of the SEC, maybe around fifth or sixth, but as solid as it comes. No APR issues, no behavior issues. Talented players there. Great facilities. I mean, great setup. And you have a guy in Eric Musselman who's been brought in that you feel like can capitalize on all of those benefits that Arkansas has. They'll be able to actually build upon something that has been given to them, that they can make work. And I think that they're going to make work. It's a perfect setup for him and all the things that he's done so far. He hasn't coached a game yet. It could be a failure. could be. But all signs are pointing to it being the right guy, the right hire, and somebody that can bring high-level success back to Arkansas basketball because the Lord knows they need it. And finally, you have the main guy in it all, Hunter Yurchek, the athletic director that we really didn't know much about. Came from Houston, okay? But he hired Kelvin Sampson, right? Actually, he didn't hire Kelvin Sampson. He was only there for three years. Didn't really make any major hires except for, I believe, Major Applewhite as the football coach. Not exactly just setting the world on fire and making people feel all warm and fuzzy inside about his ability. But what's amazing about this past weekend and then this hiring process, which we all know how big it was for Hunter check We all know how important it was for him to get this hire right. And most of us feel like he did get it right. Seeing how the process played out, hearing the reasoning, hearing the... The way and why and how it all came to fruition. There's a lot of people that are buying a lot of stock into Hunter check as, as an athletic director, and rightfully so. He he won me over in the, over the past few days, and I think that the way he handled himself and handled the search was about as good as you could ask anybody to do. He made that decision to go out and get that guy. He did not hire a search firm. He did not bring in any other people that had no business in, in looking for or helping with the search. He had John Fagg help him out. He had a couple of boosters here and there that were helping him out as well, and that was it. And then he bit the bullet. He made the decision. He wanted to go get Musselman, and that's exactly what he did. He went and got Eric Musselman. And here's your coach, and there's excitement around it. And it makes you think, though, how if this is just, you know, Hunter, you check checking his – you know, one-time one deal. Is this going to be his one-time big hire? I, I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. But you feel like, though, that if it ends up working out really well with Eric Musselman, you have the confidence in Hunter check to be able to make a hire in any level and in any sport that'll be extremely impressive and one that you feel like the fans will buy into Not the one that'll just be a splash hire that'll make headlines. I don't see Hunter Jurczyk ever hiring Jimmy Dykes as the women's basketball coach type of thing. This is going to be a setup where they're going to get the right man or woman in place for every sport at the U of A. And if it doesn't work out for Chad Morris, as we talked about, if it doesn't work out, I don't see any reason why Hunter Jurczyk won't make sure that the next coach Goes through the same processes. Goes through the same thing. Same rigmarole. Same standard that he did with Eric Musselman. And he could end up hiring a rock star. Because he technically didn't hire Chad Morris. The U of A did, but Hunter Jurczyk did not. But I can't remember a time where Razorback fans were more excited and hopeful about the future. That they were more excited and hopeful about the possibility of both of the programs that they hold most dear—in football and basketball—those two programs having an up and up, where they have potential to be something great, something amazing. We'll see how football plays out this season, because there is a lot of that, to, <laughs> a lot of that to happen. We'll see if that plays out in the right way. We'll also see if basketball plays out, because I'm big on Eric Musselman, but he hadn't coached a game yet. He hadn't signed a player yet. He hadn't done anything just yet. We're having to go off of gut feelings and reactions. Well, my gut feeling and reaction is is that Arkansas athletics in the two major sports, actually, just go ahead and throw baseball in, it might as well, in the three major sports. Hey, why not throw ahead, go ahead and throw the fourth most popular sport, women's basketball with Mike Neighbors, the four major sports at Arkansas. And we all know what the other sports are capable of doing when it comes to men and women's golf, men's and women's track. Soccer, softball, Arkansas athletics is in really good shape right now. Things can change. You're excited about it, though. Everyone's excited about it. Hopefully it pans out. But once again, kudos to everybody involved because the past 18 months has changed everything at the U of A. And folks, I think the last 18 months have changed everything for the better. We'll see if the next 18 months are even sweeter. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, I wanted to get into a little bit of the spring game uh, and some of the things that I really uh, got to see from that. Uh, You know, there wasn't a lot to, you know, ride home about. There wasn't a lot of highlights. There wasn't anything that I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't anything like that. But what I did see, I think, is more important than any particular player that highlighted, any particular play that was highlighted. It may sound boring, but to me, it means something. All right? And and here's what it is. I'll, I'll get into some of the highlights and some of the plays in a second, but this is the biggest thing and most important thing that I was looking for. Was this a confused team again? Was this a team that couldn't get lined up, that had no idea where to go, had no idea where to be, had no idea what was expected of them? had no idea what play they were running, had no idea how to block, had no idea how to run routes, had no idea what to make the reads, who had no idea about anything. Was it going to be that team again? And, folks, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. And to me, that is so, so important. What I saw is I saw a team that when they went out there, they. Well, I'm not saying they're the most talented, not saying they're going to go out and win six games this year. You can guarantee that. But they were a team that knew what they were doing. They knew the plays. They knew the reads. They knew how they were supposed to line up. You didn't have coaches out there yelling at players, telling them to come diff's way or come that way. You didn't see a lot of broken plays where somebody ran the wrong route or the running back ran the wrong direction. You didn't see any of that. You saw a team that knew what the heck they were doing. And again, that may sound minor and, and stupid and small, but that is everything. That's going to be everything this year. That's That was the difference of you winning two games last year to winning five or six games last year was just confusion and breakdowns. That's what it was about. And so I got to give kudos at least on that front. You know, there wasn't a whole lot that you can choose. You can really take from a spring game. I mean, let's just be honest; it's a practice, it's a scrimmage. If the defense looks great, does that mean the offense sucks? If the offense looks great, does that mean the defense sucks? I mean, you're always going to be asking yourself these questions when it comes down to it. And at least from what I got to watch, I got to see a defensive front that looks really nasty. I think that the adjustments that they've made on the defensive line with new personnel coming in. Is going to be helpful because apparently, uh, they're no longer having to hold on to players. They're just going towards the ball. Now, (laughs) at least that's what the the idea I got from it, which is just funny to hear. But that's true. It's just the defensive line is no longer worrying about their zones or what their their you know lanes that they're supposed to be in. They're just going to the ball, and so you could tell that that made a difference with a lot of these players. Of like, hey, don't think about it too much. Just go get them. So I really like that. I, I really liked. Uh, the wide receivers and how they were playing. Coyle and Jackson stepped up, but it really it was the storyline was Trey Knox, that true freshman, my word, that dude's a stud. I can't believe he is, he's going to be at Arkansas for three years. I mean, he already looks better and bigger and faster and stronger than any other wide receiver that Arkansas had on the team last all last season. Like, he's already to that level. And he had a really nice play where he, made a, he had caught a pass from Ben Hicks. And then he turned it up and did a great move to juke out the guy, and then he was just off to the races and scored a touchdown from about 45 yards out. I mean, just a beautiful play. And those are the types of things can, that can excite you when these true freshmen are coming in. Not to mention the fact that the offense didn't have some of their key players like Cheyenne O'Grady, like Rakeem Boyd. I mean, guys that would have really been able to showcase themselves. Michael Woods is another one. I mean, they did not have – a full set of offensive players so you're just hoping that once he gets once all those guys get back maybe once nick starkle gets on campus and starts uh getting into practices and seeing how he does maybe all that stuff will come to fruition and start actually working out maybe everything will get taken care of from there but you know just going off of what i saw and the excitement level that i know a lot of Razorback fans have for it and for the football season to start i liked what i saw um not expecting anything big this year though But it's progression. It's about getting better. It's about improving. And this team, no doubt, without question, hands down, is a better team right now than they were last year. They have more talent. They understand what they're supposed to be doing, and you're hoping they can only get better. Can it translate on the field? That's going to be the biggest discussion. That's going to be the biggest issue. But I liked what I saw from them on the spring game. We'll kind of have to revisit this once fall camp comes around. Maybe SEC media days will do all that fun stuff too. But, you know, it's, that's all you can ask for for this team right now. It's just improvement. Can you be better than you were last year? They're a better team than what they were last year. So that alone is worth something to me. I don't know if it's worth anything to you, but it's definitely worth something to me. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.